Ladies and gentlemen, it is lightning round. There's no Andrew Cooper, but we prevail, of course, with Britt Flynn and Mr. Gary Haddock back on lightning round airwaves. Gary, how are you, my friend? I am good. I am very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic to be back. It just every time with the video, it just gets better and better and better. We have well, fun around here. We do, as as you've seen, and you know, obviously the the founding member of Lightning Round back in the fold. We we love to see it, and we love to have you. And uh, we're going to be talking some uh, training camp stuff because we've got some stuff to talk about, um, some news, some noise. We're going to separate that, and then we're also going to do a uh, puppy draft on Underdog. Puppy three started on August first. Um, I believe it is already about. It's already 28% filled, so that is kind of wild, not going to lie. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the the, the Pomeranian. Uh, that was like the no-rake tournament that they had. It was like three bucks, and that uh, filled in like a day and a half, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even get an entry into it at all. I totally missed out on that one. I got a slow in, like one slow draft, and then they cut it off at like 25% because they're like, holy shit, we're filling this up, so... Um, yeah, that's wild, but I, it's funny because I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to do any more best ball dress, like starting now until like after the expo, because I don't want to be like constantly looking at my phone, like during the expo. And then, um, I continued to enter like 35 slow drafts. So, I mean, you got to go to the bathroom at the expo, so you get to clear all your drafts at once. But I'm sure other people are going to be doing the same thing. So I'm yeah. not even like going to be mad if they're like, oh, sorry, I've got to draft uh, Ezekiel Elliott here in the in the fourth round. Like, I, I guess I could be mad at that specifically, but not the fact that they're actually drafting. Well, at least people at the expo will understand because I was at summer camp doing all the Eliminator League drafts and uh, people were like, why are you on your phone? You're at a festival. And I'm like, I have fantasy football to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> like I have to and everybody there was like what but yeah so at least at the expo everybody will be uh, a little understanding can Absolutely. I ask you a ground rules question real quick since uh Mr. Koopaloop is out sick today and he's not going to be here what percentage does he get if this ends up hitting I remember you we did this when Britt missed one of them that we were going to do <laughs> Yeah, I was really just gonna say, yeah, we uh we talked about that with Britt, you know, how much we would give her if we won that best ball media tournament. Um, you know, we'll see. It's 200k, so you're probably, I mean, the, the person that won what a billion dollars on the Mega Millions took home like 400k. So, um, I don't know, we'll oh, there's Scoop, there's Scoop, <laughs> there he is. Yep, looks like it. 50 percent yeah, yeah you're, <laughs> you're shit out of luck buddy all right so um no we we love you Coop. thanks for at least checking in i hope you're feeling better uh next week yeah Coop, you better be feeling better because next week we're uh getting into the uh football guys championship and um if you're sick then i will roast you uh next thursday when i see you in person uh at the expo but we have the 106 here gang so um I hate that pick. I hate the 106 just because I feel like you're after the wide receivers, Chase Coop or Coop, Chase Cup and Jefferson, and then you got Taylor and McCaffrey. It's a sharp tear break. Um, and yeah. you get to the Ecklers and you get the digs. I'm usually taking digs there. Um, 
you know, you guys, the one, like 106, like, are you, are you just taking Eckler? Are you taking a wide receiver? Like Kelsey, what's your, uh, what's your thoughts? Gary, I'll defer to you since it's your first time back in a while. I appreciate that with, with the puppies, right? It's just pure PPR. There's no, there's no premium. So it's I'm, yeah, so, sorry. So it's happy. So I am probably leaning. Normally I would go either. There would be Diggs, Eckler or Kelsey. It'd be one of those three. I'm always, I really do like going Kelsey early, but given that I know who else we would probably want to target a little bit later at the tight end, like I'm okay passing on that. So to me, it's Diggs or Eckler. And I'm actually great with both of them. I think that uh, probably leaning Diggs here just because I know how we go and somehow Kevin has seeped into my brain and all things fantasy. And I tend to go wide receiver heavy in almost all my drafts. Now I'm very hero RB and Eckler. I don't know. I, I love Eckler. I get nervous about him as my hero. I don't know why. I don't know. I think he's shown to be decently durable. And then plus all of those end zone looks that he gets, plus all the passes that he catches. I really like him in a PPR format. Um, and if everybody's so high on Gabe Davis, you know, are they going to be able to sustain two with Diggs ten, and them? Ten so seconds. I, sorry, I tend sorry, to lean Eckler. Ten seconds. Do we want to go Eckler here and just we'll we'll go anchor and just sure we'll we'll do that because eh, you know I, I will, my bags are packed on Diggs right now. Um, you know it's. I'm kind of lightening the load on if and if you're looking at this uh, and wondering what those numbers are and what those uh, you know those fancy uh, things are over here. This is the uh, the Brick Sports uh, Hub. Uh, Brian Hooper, uh, Brick seventy five on Twitter, um, DFS guy uh, hosts lulls with Peter Oberzet. Um, he has a sports hub, a DFS hub that will track exposures. That will track uh, you can put put it like you know weeks this is week 16 and week 17 on here there's a bunch of other stuff you could put on there um so go check him out on twitter um he has links to his draft hub there it's a google chrome extension so uh pretty cool stuff uh coming out of uh brick there uh brian hooper so um looking into the second round here uh we're actually we're getting there about the turn um can I ask you a quick question just from before? Is it always a top five, two running backs, three wide receivers for you, and then that's the tier break? Britt, would you also agree with that? Um, Yeah, probably. I don't – it seems like all these guys are going, you know, fairly consistently in ADP, and then, I mean, they they tend to have more upside than the guys, like, right after them. You know, normally Devontae Adams would be in that tier, but there's a clear break with him being in the mix with Waller and then Renfro too. So, yeah. Yeah, you might get a Derrick Henry sneaking in there sometimes because people just cannot quit Derrick Henry. I mean, I guess I can understand it to some point, but, um, yeah. I mean, Derrick Henry sometimes sneaks in there. Austin Eckler, if it was full PPR, I think Austin Eckler would kind of be a, you know, 1B out of that, out of that tier, but not quite in that second tier. Uh, at least for me, uh, maybe Najee sneaks in there too, and we'll see. But yeah, that's that. Those five guys, uh, the two running backs, the three receivers. I think it's pretty. There's a big gulf between those, and then you can you can poke holes in probably everybody else after that. Whether you're talking yeah. about um, Najee and Derrick Henry, obviously, and then even Diggs, Adams, that kind of tier. So. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're coming up here. Um, yeah. Swift is the only other running back. I think I would have entertained, um, there. Mike Evans is still kind of froth. I mean, I've 3.1%. I'm not taking Mike Evans here. It's just, I just feel like it's a bit too frothy. And now that we're getting bullish timelines on Chris Godwin, I feel like that's not a great price for him here. Um, but I'm still fully in on Debo. I'm taking Debo a lot here. And then, of course, he just goes. Um, so what do you think about, I mean, Mark Andrews? I mean, we could take Evans. Like, what do you guys think about taking taking a Mark Andrews and just kind of maybe figuring out a Lamar Jackson later? You're up, right? Yeah. That's your call. Yeah. I mean, Evans or Andrews, either one. I just think, I mean, just with Mike Evans, I mean – don't get me wrong. The dude's consistent as hell. I just don't see, uh, um, I put him on. Okay. We got him. Yeah. I don't know why it just did that. Cause I just started. Um, yeah, I, I, he's consistent as hell, but I just don't find a top three or four ceiling with him. Like you're, that's why you're drafting these, that guy at wide receiver seven. That would be the only kind of thesis you can put on that is that you think that he has that kind of upside. And the only thing that he has going for him, you know, he's he's only hit 110 targets. I mean, he's had 27 touchdowns the last two years. That's how he's gotten there. I mean, I don't think anybody is in the business of, uh, you know, trying to predict touchdowns, uh, not in this economy. But, yeah, you're talking about a 45-year-old quarterback. Only one quarterback has ever thrown a, had a pass attempt at 45 years old at the quarterback position. So, Father this time's is, gonna win eventually. This is actually why, like, I love—I I have no problem with Eckler, but why I like Diggs is—I don't know the right phrasing of it, but there is just this tier of wide receivers that tend to go where we just were selecting in the second round. Where I'm just like, I, I just like other guys more, kind of at the running back and the tight end, because I love the wide receivers in that third tier, and I want to load up on them, yeah. and so it makes me kind of pivot away. And you're totally right. Like six just sucks. Like it feels like a dead spot in the draft consistently until we get later on. I don't know. I've been six in Scott Fishbowl and then in Warrior Bowl. I was six. So I'm pretty, pretty uh, down and proficient on a, on picking from the six at this point in time. We have an expert. So that's the, that's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just yeah, six is not great. I don't even like picking it like the like the twelve. Like the twelve is just gross because you almost have to grab like like I'll find myself getting swift all the time at twelve. Swift just, Kelsey, the turn is so awesome, and then like, like when you come back, you get like a sudden a rob. It's just awesome. I I love it. Yeah, and then like just because of like the reports with like Najee Harris, like the last day or two, like Najee Harris is falling like into like the second sometimes. You can get a, you know, that brief discount. And that's what's great about training camp. And we'll talk more about training camp stuff. Like in drafts like this, you can get like those daily discounts on players that are getting like negative buzz. Like Sky Moore, you know, he had that what the ankle, and you can probably hip. get him around or a hip. I'm sorry, I think it's Najee Harris the ankle or foot. Um, but yeah, you could get these guys at like a round or, you know, or so discount from where you normally get them. Um, oh, just know, here. oh, you have to turn. Yeah. Yeah, it did. It's all right. We need a wide receiver anyway. And that kind of sucks. I was, I was so excited to have a pit with DJ. I know me too. And why I know. you don't go Andrews because you wanted pits. Like, every, well, we are super stacking the charge. Yeah. 
No, well, it's not I a mean, bad thing to do. And let's let's go for the stack where we can get Herbert. Well, and I mean, every game in that AFC West, like between yeah. those divisions is like over 50 points. Like they're going to be totally. massive games. So there's not, you're not necessarily wrong by doing that, but. I, I think that I'm, I'm pivoting to, I would rather have Big Mike. He's going a little bit later. We saw what they did at the beginning of the season last year. And Keenan, Keenan's on the plateau or the very, very slight slope. And I think that I, I'm big Mike is for some reason in the last like two weeks, I've just started to be like, man, I feel like if, if he, I, I tend to try and be injury agnostic. Right. And if he stayed for 17 games. What's his ceiling? Matters here three. Yeah. His ceiling is there clearly. I mean, Keenan Allen, his yards per route run have dropped the last few years. I mean, basically, you're just hoping that the dude is just peppered with targets. That's pretty much the thesis of the play, where if you're drafting Keenan Allen, that's what you're hoping for. I wouldn't have taken him. I mean, I am yeah. I, I put out the only negative uh, blurb about Michael Pittman in fantasy Twitter this offseason <laughs> in the Fantasy Life newsletter, but I think I would take Michael Pittman over, over Keenan Allen. Not no, not really anything super wrong about Keenan Allen, but like to what you said, Gary, I think he's he's kind of trending downward. They paid Mike Williams, and now, you know, he's still got J- Justin Herbert. He's still it's a pretty, um, you know, it's narrowed between those two guys, and then you've got guys mixing in like Josh Palmer, Gerald Everett, Austin Eckler is always going to get his, but you know, as far as those pass catchers, it's going to be Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Mike Williams just has not been that consistent. Like the, the great games that he had were in the game, the weeks that you didn't need him. Like the first four weeks of the season, he was like wide receiver, what three or four. And then he had like one good, like a good week, week six. And then he disappeared until like week 18. Everything for me points to a naked Herbert is not a bad thing. Because you just listed all these guys that like Eckler, Keenan, Williams, Everett, Josh Palmer, um, Jay, uh, Jalen Guyton. Like there's there's a lot of room there for even if he has to go make it, it's going to hit, I think, pretty well. And I think we've even got training camp reports of Donald Parham lighting it up in camp, too. So, I mean, there's just so much talent on that team. Big that, D. Yeah. All right, oh, yeah. are we going to try to grab our – yeah. I think we're going to get Herbert here, and then we can uh, – Have to. We'll go ahead and piss uh, – I mean, piss orange, I guess, because then yellow – it's it's FFPC is yellow. So yeah, we're going to have to do some damage wide receiver here. So I live in Washington now. I can't do underdogs. So is this a 2-3? Is it – Two running backs, three wide receivers is the best. Yep. The, the starting roster. Okay. And one for Yep. One, only one. Okay. Cool. Which is kind of what makes you change your format. Like, I've never been yeah. a zero running back person, but when you have to start three wide receivers, it kind of makes you shift your mindset because it gets so thin down at the bottom. So, I mean, it kind of helps if you jump on receivers early. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, you kind of got to get ahead of the game there as far as wide receivers, because then once that avalanche hits, you're uh, you're you're kind of screwed. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and just it gets, and it gets straws. really. It's an up. It's an uphill battle. It really is. That's yeah. why I'm usually getting five wide receivers in the top 100, and then kind of going from there. I mean, there's guys I like later, but 
you know, getting that edge. And I mean, people drafting, I mean, people just draft some weird team, like start going RB times five. Like, okay, well, cool. You get to start three of them. Like, good luck with that. Like, good luck with Josh Jacobs always on your bench. And good luck with, you know, Antonio Gibson splitting up high three ways in that offense and still being on your bench. Yeah. So you guys are who I ask all my questions when it comes to best ball too, right? Like, because it's just not something I can I do much because I'm not able to. Now we've just drafted Herbert, Eckler, and Allen all week eight. Do you make a concerted effort to think about, you know, at least have it weigh into the conversation of who is a good week, uh, week eight set of players that can at least make up for the fact that I just lost three of my first four picks? I mean, I don't really. Do you, just, I, you don't care. I, okay. I the only time I really ever look at bye weeks is like the onesie positions, like quarterback and tight end, just because I don't want to be like, because uh, I because uh, here's an example, like Darren Waller, uh, bye week is six. I love taking Brevin Jordan at the end of drafts, and usually when you're taking a tight end, uh, you know, at least an elite tight end, I'm not gonna go back to tight end until like round seventeen or eighteen, and Brevin Jordan is like a preferred target of mine, so. Yeah. That would be like where maybe I would split the difference and kind of get three tight ends, but um, I'm not usually looking for um, you know at the bye weeks it's, in that regard. It's total season score, I guess, versus weekly matchups. Even though it's best ball, I'm still thinking of the FFCC that I'm doing right now. <laughs> right. All right, we're back up. I think um, I think DK Metcalf has to kind of be the pick here. Uh, between, I mean, I would like Godwin. I mean, I have a lot of Godwin. I don't know how you guys feel about him. Um, I mean, I love Godwin. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, I like a Mooney or a Thielen. I do not trust the quarterback situation in Seattle. I a hundred percent went Mooney or Thielen for me too. You know what I really like about Thielen when I was talking about the week eight, if, if that was a thing is that week eight happens to be a good matchup. So I was already thinking Vikings, but. I think one of these guys, hopefully, if they can fall back to us, knowing that we then have that steady Eddie of Thielen, ironically, we happen to have Keenan and Thielen, who are kind of the old men that just This is the duckiest Kev. running. Kev, oh, Coop <laughs> is here. <laughs> he, Thielen, he said, I have to join. Football. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> This is the dustiest wide receiver group I've ever drafted in my life. I haven't missed the show yet, so I had to pop in for one second. Hi, guys. Oh, hey, Coop. We miss you. better soon. Who are we taking? We took Adam Thielen for some reason. Yes. <laughs> All right. We I'm had to draft. Part. We had to draft like Coop would draft, you know? Appreciate you guys. That, <laughs> I mean, if you don't draft the way I would draft, then how am I going to get my 50% when we win? <laughs> I love your 15% way we win. Yeah, that's great. I think you added one too many zeros on that. I think I think fifth I think a flat 50 is fair. After taxes, of course. General rule of thumb, every draft you guys have ever done, of the four of us, whoever wasn't here gets 50% of the rake. I'm good with this. I like this. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, just to I'm pop always high. here, so I'm screwed. Yeah. And I'm always here too. Mark me as present. <laughs> you like right, you feel better. You right. understood the assignment. Feel better, See dude. We'll see you next week. Yes. See ya. <laughs>
It's a requirement to take Kendrick Bourne later, I feel like, just in honor of. We're going to take good wide receivers from now on. Okay, let's do it. Just because Kevin is a noted ageist doesn't mean that they're not good. I think that it shows how much you distrust Mooney that you have a 3.4% share and you took Thielen 20 spots ADP later over Mooney. You just have yeah. no faith in Fields. I was, do you? That's not true. I, I would I would have taken Mooney over Thielen. You guys, the disc. I I, I we said Mooney and right. Thielen. And Thielen. <laughs> All right. You're the best well, ball. I would have gone. I would have got Mooney here. And yeah, I, yes, I, this is perfect. I wanted to have this conversation. Are you guys buying the training camp hype? Yep. I wrote about yeah. that. This was actually going to be his legit breakout year before training camp started. And now that this is happening, I'm like, yes, it's all coming together. <laughs> You're concerned there's no Mike White? No. I So I'm fully, you know, I'm perfectly fine with Elijah Moore. Um, you know, he can't. That's the one thing about trading camp reports is you could say, you know, you got to separate the, new, the, the noise from the actual news. But, uh, yeah, like it, I want to see how this is going to shake out. I still think it's going to be, you know, Garrett Wilson kind of figuring it out. Um, but Elijah Moore and Corey Davis are going to be on the field like all the time. And then, you know, if Garrett Wilson asserts himself, then great. It Either way, no matter what, it's all going to come down to how Zach Wilson, you know, performs here with these wide receivers. But uh, Mr. Scampers, I'm so sorry. Um help me help support my family by dropping a like on the video please uh and you say that it's going to be zach wilson but then like today the beat writer was saying that uh, joe flacco is uh showing up yeah if joe flacco takes that new york jets job without injury, then elijah moore is going to be wide receiver one overall if joe flacco is the starting quarterback without a zach wilson injury in week one, I will eat my shoes on stream. Can can we just because we've been on the wide receiver train for a while now? Even though I would have drafted Joe them. Flacco over Adam Thielen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do want to see what other positions, specifically running back, happen to be available at this moment in time. The and dust. I saw them, and yeah, we're good. And yeah, we're good. At two and at that's one percent of Josh Jacobs is 2.1% too high. You know, Josh Jacobs, though, has been, like, decently reliable as far as, you know, yeah. end-of-season points. He's not a sexy pick. He's not great, but, I mean, he still manages to produce. I just I, still... Doesn't, yeah. doesn't yeah. end-of-season points being reliable end-of-season, isn't that, like, what you want in best ball? You don't want the end-of-season in redraft where you have to figure out how to get them in there? I'm, I'm not saying we are taking Josh Jacobs here. I'm just saying in general, like, usually when for the, the lesser drafters like myself and others, you know, end-of-season, they're going to end up finishing as the RB16, but I can get them as the RB, like, 29, that's that's a best ball bet, isn't it? If in a tournament like this, I want the guys that at least have the chance for upside 
toward the end of the season. That's why I'm usually skewing toward like rookies and skewing toward got like, like Elijah Moore came on when he was pretty much had that role. And then you could even guys later, like Sony Michelle, guys like Rashad Penny were league winners, especially for like Amonra St. Brown were league winners. And those are guys you could get in the double digit rounds. Um, you know, I'm always trying, mean, this is kind of the Josh Hansen ethos here um, from fantasy points, uh, FSW Hall, Hall of Famer, get the breakout, you know, get ahead of the game with the breakout. Like I always want to be the guy that, that gets that breakout. Okay. We're, uh, we're <coughs> up here. Um, I personally I, like Christian Kirk here, but I, I think I, I like Devonta Smith here. I think he is past ADP. Um, still represents at least pretty good upside here with Jalen Hurts if he could take a step back as a pat up as a passer. If we are going between the two of those, then yes, I actually would take Devonta Smith, see what the second year breakout can do, given that that's a little bit more the soup du jour of, of the league right now. Dude, I like Kirk, sure. but I, I, I just in terms of there's, I feel like there's gonna be a pretty high target distribution across that team, and we just don't know for certain. Whereas we know it's going to be hyper focused between the two, uh, the two of them in in Philly. Gary, I missed your Joe Devive and your Bon Vivant. <laughs> That's as much French as I can do. It. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. In, in that was two, two more phrases more than I think I could do. And I actually took French in college. Even we. Oui. That's what happens. And I've been to France too. Belgian. All right, so I want to ask you guys, we're starting to get into the range where he was getting drafted at least a little bit before. Uh, Tim Patrick uh, down for the season, certainly like almost the first cat. Well, uh, the first full season casualty of uh, NFL training camp. So how are you feeling about the Broncos as far as maybe who steps in, who takes a leap forward in ADP? Um, how we feel about the the Sutton and Judy dynamic there, um, even the Alberto and our beautiful full haired, uh, full head of haired Greg Dulcich. I think that Sutton is going to go through the roof. I was already high on him, and now that that target share is going to be more consolidated, I'm even higher in on him. Um, and KJ Hamler should be back by all accounts and ready to go too. And before he went down last year, he was showing some promise. So. Uh, I'm not super worried. I mean, it sucks that Tim Patrick's out and I hope he makes a full recovery, but man, Sutton to the moon. I personally think that Sutton's going to be top 10. I, I've felt that for a long time. I, I, of all the players that I dislike or have have disliked in the past, but I respect the most Russell Wilson probably is the top of that list. And I just want to say if Tony Pollard is there, I'm actually a big fan of taking him if he's there. Okay. I, well, especially after the James Washington news, like they were already talking about using yeah. him in the slot more and now they're going to be forced to like, there's, they're not bringing in any vets. They've got, you know, Kevante Turpin and TJ Vasher, um, who, but I, right. Did, did the, uh, old key and peel thing. Um, <laughs> but I think, and what we've seen out of training camp, you know, we have seen a lot of design screens for Pollard and, you know, putting him and Zeke both out on the field. And now that this wide receiver room is even thinner, I mean, Pollard's going to eat. I will say that the the counter to this, just looking at this list right now, is Chris Olave for me. It's Chris Olave and Tony Pollard I'm constantly thinking about. Even Hunt is – Hunt's gone. He's off my radar now that Deshaun, who knows what he's going to do, because I don't think they're going to get rid of him. 
Uh, and I think he's going to be stuck there in a weird timeshare without without him. I, I don't anyway, Alave, Pollard, that's where I'm at. And uh, if we don't go Pollard, we have to go Tolbert would be my one thing. I want a piece of that offense no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like that's like Dalton Schultz is kind of the, the winner of that almost. I just... I mean, I think Jalen Tolbert is going to be fine. I just don't know if he's going to be like a first, you know, six, seven week kind of guy. And I think that a guy like Dalton Schultz can kind of clean up that, uh, you know, that target share. At least I think he can get in the 20s uh, next to Lamb, you know, at least until Jalen Tolbert kind of gets his legs. Who knows, though? Maybe Dallas. I mean, they've already said no urgency to get a a veteran wide receiver. But who knows? I mean, things can change daily. You know, and same with Denver. Denver could go out and get like Will Fuller right now, and then we're sliding Handler back down to the seventeenth round. Yeah, that would mess everything up. Let's quickly go running back and then wide receiver. Just like, damn it, Edmonds too. Jesus. Yeah, Pollard <laughs> went. I have like no interest in Ceh. Um, I almost Agreed. like the next tier of running backs better than there. But you know what? I think it might be Sky more time. Yeah. I mean, I like Ramondre out of those running backs. I, I like Ramondre. Take. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the you running want to take back a receiver, I, I like more. Oh, man. Mahomes just feels like he has, he's going to have a connection with Kelsey and then Juju, and then all of a sudden we're going with the running back three or the, the third target. But, hey, we got Sky Moore. So <laughs> come on, Ramondre, to make it back. <laughs> yes, right? I think, he's got, I think he's got an okay shot to get back. Um, yeah, in that range, like – there's still good wider, like good running backs, like David Damian Harris. I'm fine. I'm fine with either of those running backs in New England. I'm fine with Devin Singletary, Ken Walker. I'm fine with like these are the like you can see who I'm drafting with the Brick uh, Sports Hub here. Uh, I am not drafting Ceh. I am not drafting uh, Melvin Gordon or Cordell Patterson. But like that, and you'll you'll be able to see it later in like that rookie tier of running backs, like who I am drafting. Your Damian Harris exposure is so much higher than I would have expected. I mean, at cost, he, I mean, I get, I, I get it. Like even with Ramondre, like you're hoping for upside with Damian, at least, you know, you're probably going to get the touchdown floor. Yeah. I, well, I still think he's going to lead that team in carries. I think it could be, I mean, there's always the potential of that getting closer, but I mean, Ramondre has an okay shot. If the the buzz on James White, I mean, there's no timetable on James White. Ty Montgomery's been like one of the stars of Patriots camp so far, and Ty Montgomery might find himself in that that Brandon Bolden role where he is just siphoning off, uh, you know, catches, uh, carries, special team stuff. Like he could be like the Brandon Bolden of that team and impact a guy like Ramondre Stevenson. That's a guy that can keep him off the field. So I want to ask about James Cook, but just quickly, if you don't mind clicking on the wide receivers. I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on James Cook. I think he's going to have a clear path to targets. I mean, they brought him in. They kind of paid up for him in the draft. He did really well in college. He's only like one pound away from that prototypical running back size, and he's on a great offense. They brought in more offensive linemen to kind of shore up that line. So I really like him. All right, we're at 20 seconds. Uh, how do we want to play? Do we want to grab uh, Ramondre here and hope that he can at least take some of the receiving work? He from, made it uh, back. 
your low percentage and we both thought about him so i think let's get some exposure yeah exactly that's what we're here for (laughs) totally that's why we're doing this i'll get get some exposure on adam thielen get some exposure on even sky Moore. my bags weren't weren't as packed as i thought they would be and ramondre justin herbert was my like lowest exposure out of like those top like 10 quarterbacks so let's do it let's pump those bags up See, what would you do without us? I would be a lonely, <laughs> lonely man. Because Aaron is working. Oh. With, with a Herbert. I'll I'll stay around. We can do another one. Just the two of us for old time's sake, big guy. <laughs> uh with Herbert. Now you you know, you spent up on him. I think we played a fourth or fifth round on him. I think it was fourth round. When do you, are you now saying I'm only gonna take two QBs? Or are you saying I'm just going to wait and then I'm going to take two later. You know, where does, where does that fall for a best ball theory? I, I think your bet has to be, if you're taking a guy like Justin Herbert, that he's going to be in your lineup every, every week besides the bye week. So if that's the bet you're making and you're, you're putting pass catchers with him, like Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. I mean, I just don't think that it pays to put, you know, even higher, you know, exposure on a second quarterback. So that would be where I'm looking at like the the fringy guys, like maybe even like a Mac Jones, or we've got our bet, we've got Elijah Moore. So like Zach Wilson would be in play. Like I'm looking at the quarterbacks here. I mean, Kirk Cousins obviously isn't going to be there. I think he already got picked or is going to be picked. I mean, Jalen Hurts is gone, Mahomes is gone. So we're taking guys, you know, secondary guys and good offenses. Elijah Moore would probably be the only other guy that we could stack reliably with a Zach Wilson, where even if we took him around ahead of ADP, that that's fine. But, you know, more often than not, I think that's if you're making that bet on a top quarterback that you don't need to use draft capital elsewhere, you know, with any sort of, you know, urgency uh, to take a second. So you're good with two. But so yeah. overall, by the end of it, you're good with two. I'm good with two. I mean, it, it depends. It depends on the quarterback run too. Cause you know, it, I would be fine with like a Wilson and like a Baker Mayfield or something like that. Like kind of hedge your bet on, you know, maybe Baker Mayfield finds it in Carolina or something like that. We're back up. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could, we could do Garrett Wilson and just play the jets. If you want, there's also Cordero Patterson, my boy Rashad white. Or we could go ahead and grab cousins. I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I. Uh, up to you guys. Got to hurry. It's I was I was well. thinking Rashad White. Ah, oh, we didn't oh. do it. Oh well, Garrett Wilson's fine. I mean, I feel like now we're locked into Zach Wilson. Where what I was like, I love this idea of Mills, Nico, and Jordan. If you miss out on Cooks. And just having them as kind of like the, I don't know what you guys call it, the sub stack or something like the mini stack. But yeah, we got it. Baby stack. Thank you. But now we got this with with Zach Wilson. And let's be honest, like showed some stuff. Camp News is very nerve wracking when it comes to Zach Wilson, but it's also a tough market to get good reviews in. Yeah, Yeah, I I think Sorry. I was going to say, I think if you take Zach Wilson that you'll probably want to take a third quarterback just because he's so kind of iffy. I And, you know, with the camp reports about Joe Flacco coming out too, in that case, I would rather take three. 
But if I take somebody, you know, like a Matt Ryan, like a James Winston, something like that, then I'm okay with two quarterbacks. But Zach Wilson still scares me a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I mean, he didn't really show that much, but I'm I'm at least encouraged by the fact that, you know, if he wasn't worth a damn, I feel like they would that he could be Josh Rosen. But they're they're putting weapons around him. They want to they want to give this guy every opportunity to succeed. Like yeah. So so I think there's something to that with Elijah Moore, and now they draft the Garrett Wilson high in the first. Uh, they paid Corey Davis a lot of money. They brought in CJ Uzoma. They brought in Brees Hall. So like as far as like a skill position group around a quarterback, like the Jets could be like a really really functional team i don't it's all gonna hinge on zach wilson like you know that's that's the the big pivot here so then similar to the qb conversations the the tight end conversation because like i think a lot of our favorite late tight end is about to be here and that's cole Kmet. and given that you have andrews is it worth even spending up or do you just say no i'm only going to take a hunter henry that can drop two touchdowns and that's it i'm not worried about someone else I mean, I think it's kind of the same thesis where you'd put draft capital so high that that's the bet you're making. But you so know. let me rephrase it as is 11th round draft capital high for a second quarterback or a second tight end. Just because I think there's still upside at running back and at wide receiver that I yeah. think you can still. I mean, after tight end like 10, it's it's a wash yeah. between a lot of these tight ends. I mean, maybe not so much the quarterbacks, but at least the tight ends. Yeah. I mean, to close your eyes, pick one at random and, you know, I mean, take like a, you know, Gerald Everett or we're on the clock. Yeah, we're on the clock. <laughs> I think we should probably grab another running back here and at least fill, start filling that out a bit. Um, how do you guys feel about Madison, Jones, Pierce, Hines, Algier? I mean, you don't have to pull my arm about any of these guys. You know how I feel about Algier, but I also think that Pierce has a pretty clear path to the starting role. Of, of this group, I like Madison and Gainwell the most. I don't know if that hand news you said about Dalvin is real or not. Why does it do? It's it's funny. It's never done this before, unless it's just the, the, the exposure hub, but I mean, there's a pretty good chance we could get Algier coming back too, and uh, if we can get Pierce and Algier, I think mm-hmm. we're loving life. Cool. And then yeah. we could probably take one or two more running backs, you know, to kind of go maybe this? like a 18, so we could go like two six eight two, or possibly two six seven three, or if we want to take three quarterbacks, you know, three five eight math. Oh, and Britt, I see a. Yeah, I really don't know what happened. I'm still here. It's that it's the it's the cord. It's not even the cord. It's my actual camera. It just says my browser lost connection to the camera. So oh, weird. I'll be right back. Yeah. And then Algier just went. That's good. I I mean, in terms of if I like I like the five builds, having talked to you guys about it a bunch. And I about running backs mean? Uh like a, a two or three five. Like a two five nine two. Okay. I've been liking that when I've been thinking about it. And the guys, maybe they're too late here, but it, Khalil Herbert, I can't help but that. That news. 
about special teams and Monty has been very concerning to me. And we saw Kurt Herbert being awesome. And then TDP is the other person and Jamal Williams. I think that all three of them have pretty high upside. Yeah. TDP has been, I'm a little spooked by some of the news. Cause he's the kind of, he's one of the guys that's not gotten a lot of good hype. Um, yeah. And Jeff Wilson is actually being steamed up pretty well yeah. um, as kind of that second guy. So that would be the only kind of pause I would have with TDP, but every other, everybody else I'm perfectly fine with. Um, I still think we could probably, I mean, I'm fine with Gainwell, Herbert. I mean, you think we can get Herbert next round? Cause I would rather. Have I Herbert we, yeah. I think we can get Herbert next. If we like Rojo or Hi, even Hines, I, like I, I don't mind Michael Carter either. So let's click on Gainwell and then just go to wide receivers real quick. We got 10 seconds and we'll just see. Um, so I love Andrew Dotson. Oh, James, I love still, James Williams. I just went, I think Gainwell's perfectly okay, we're fine good. here. We're good. Yeah. So I think we can take a shot on Herbert later. Yep. All good? Hello. Yeah, I didn't even touch anything. It was so weird. I love that you have prints in the background. I never noticed your prints. Yeah. Just by, by default, just blame sellers. Yeah. 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 Right. Men. Men in this economy. It's like, I don't know. I think my my office is haunted. It's <laughs> God, if I could just say anything about men for a second. Expired. 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 All men. Yep. Canceled. Canceled. Um incoming into the chat. Not all men. <laughs> but yeah, it exactly. really is all men. Um, we did, Algier did go, we did get Gainwell. Um, I like that. We could, we could probably sneak in Herbert if he gets back to us and then we can probably fill out our onesie positions and then, um, well, like Zach Wilson's probably the round after Herbert, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. With that David uh, Montgomery news that he's working on special teams, like what <laughs> is happening with that? Would you rather have Herbert over Jameson Williams or Nico? I would rather have Herbert over both of those guys. I mean, Williams is the quintessential you're hoping he comes back in like week 11 or 12. And then the dude's just a stud. Like if that you can pull in a Monroe St. Brown and just put up usable weeks, like that's what you're hoping for with, with that play. ADP is baked right in for that. All right. We're back up. Um, we could take Herbert if we want now and kind of maybe push it because we have a shorter time back to, or actually we don't. I do like Hunter Henry also. I'm fine with Hunter Hendog. Yeah. Do they have the same I mean, buy? I like that with Ramondre. That's fine. That's fine. Let's, we can always take a third. We'll just get three. We'll grab Brevin Jordan at the end or something. I think with Andrews and Hunter, do you need a third? Like, well, their their bye weeks are both ten. Yeah, bye weeks are the same. Oh, and that and that's a thing too. And that's something that I, I'm actually not looking at as as much with getting two guys at one two positions. Like, I will take three, but I feel like people are so spooked about the bye week thing. Is that you're, you're with that you're actually getting pretty unique with with that kind of. Yeah. grouping of players mm -hmm. 
because it's just the natural inclination of, oh my God, they have the same bike because there's no way I can ever take Hunter Henry with Mark Andrews. And I actually love that combo because both of them are like, you know, Henry is so good in the red zone. And then Andrews is so, you know, he's going to be a target monster. So then you've kind of got the best of both worlds, especially in a best ball setup where, yeah, I love it. Yeah. So I think this is shaping up to be, sorry, Gary, what? I'm just so, I, I miss understood a news blurb I saw about Jamison Williams and took him in a best ball draft that is a slow one. And now I'm just like, damn, that's totally right. I misread the time. Anyway, sorry, moving on. Um, Like I'm just looking at our build. Like I think we're looking at like a five running back build here, just based on the fact that we'll probably need a third tight end and potentially a third quarterback. Like uh, it's not super ideal, but I'm okay with it given the, um, circumstances and even that opens up to a, a Mac Jones, you know, stack too, because I'm perfectly fine with backfit. You can even backfill a Mac Jones with like a Kendrick Bourne or a Tyquan Thornton with Henry. Mm-hmm. Like that opens that up too. And then if Ramondre ends up, you know, as the pass catching back, that kind of stacks him that way as well. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like the 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 one the good correlation with a running back like like the running you very rarely see any positive correlated wide receiver or running back to quarterback but like herbert tackler exists aaron Rodgers to aaron jones exists like i'm not gonna i would never take like dalvin cook and Kirk cousins because i think that they're obviously working against each other yeah you have literally not taken any davis mills I don't mind Davis Mills. That's like, have, that's there's no percentage next to it, so I don't know if that's a glitch or if you have. Zero. Oh no, that's that's probably a zero. Because to me, I'm like, if I take Justin and I take Davis Mills, I feel comfortable not taking a third. And then if my third can be Brevin, and we wanted to do a two-three with quarterback tight end, I like that too. Like See, it reduces that. I, I love Matt Jones here because you know I think that. Bill Belichick is really entrusting him to throw the ball more. He's taking that second leap forward. Oh, no. Damn. What about Khalil Herbert and being done running back? Uh, Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. And then we could probably get Wilson on the way back and then fill out. And we'll get figured out from there. But, yeah, that's – yeah. I was like, I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news. No. Wow. KJ Hamler just jumped up. 14-4. Fourteen yeah. four. Yeah, Hamler. The back. Yeah, I'm glad I got all my Hamler shares in like the sixteenth and seventeenth round because that closing line value is going to look pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's just been in the span of a couple days that he's jumped. Like, yeah. When everybody else catches on, <laughs> I think not getting on pip on the pup definitely made a big difference. Well, I mean, the thing is, I mean, we're look at KJ. He's a second round wide receiver. You know, he's, I mean, he's going to be, if they want to use that vertical, you know, deep threat in their slot, I mean, which, which not only he can do, but Dulcich can do that too. Like, I believe it was Rich Rebar that said um, between all the wide receivers and tight ends, like Dulcich was fourth in like yards per target, like deep targets. So like, he can do that as well. Like he's a converted wide receiver. 
So, I mean, that's that was the thesis like I tweeted about Albert O thinking he, like my thought is he could be 2021 John New Smith and just kind of be a just a huge trap at at tight end. I mean, he he's likely not getting in the slot. There had there have been reports I think in the last day or two about him being open to running more in the slot and getting more comfortable with it. So we'll see how Hackett kind of wants to run that, but Hackett's never really targeted the tight end, you know, in any of his offenses, you know, not in Jacksonville because they had, you know, Mercedes Lewis. He was the offensive coordinator with Doug Marone. And then obviously in green Bay, you know, Tunyon got hurt last year. I mean, they never really prioritized that either, but Tunyon, when he was, he has double digit target season and he did that on 59 targets. So, you know, it's just it just does not seem like it's a priority there. But if Dulcich can kind of skirt that line and be more of a wide receiver than a tight end, then you know you could see him maybe buck that trend a little bit. We're currently hanging on the running backs, and I'm pretty sure we're not taking a running back here. <sighs> no, I think uh, Zach Wilson is the is the guy. If he gets to us here, we have one pick to dodge. Don't do it, Badge Bro. <laughs> I think that sleeper keeps an actual running number of what pick number it is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Zach Wilson, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Can we I go like back that. to wide Yeah. I mean, there's still guys here. Like, like not I mean, there are guys. I wish there guys. Was at, there are, of all the wide receivers that are left, there are still wide receivers. That, yeah, I love that play it. wide receiver. Like you Alec have Pierce a lot of Alec Pierce. He's cheap. Yeah. He could be the wide receiver too in this offense. Like, why not? Like, yeah, I'm I always like down for, for, for low rent Jory Nelson. Low rent Are you surprised, Jordan Gary, Nelson. that I have 11% Kendrick Bourne too? I am not surprised by that. I am very surprised by the 19% Alec Pierce. I, yeah, but maybe that's just because I've started to buy into the Paris Campbell stuff. Mm-hmm. It's seeming like it's a real thing. No Jalen Guyton. It just feels like why not? Like in a best ball situation. But he's a he's a he's an all exercise guy. Like he runs routes and doesn't get targeted. Like, fair enough. No thanks. That's just I mean, are there gonna be weeks where he can put up a usable score? Sure, but you know, that will be at the expense of the guys that we have. So that's, I just don't, I don't see like if the chargers put up a 50 point week, like if they put yeah. up 50 points, uh, is Jalen Guyton going to be really like any decent part of that where he's ever going to crack your lineup? I just don't see that where to where Austin Eckler is probably going to have two of those touchdowns. Keenan Allen is probably going to have two of those touchdowns and 10 receptions and a hundred yards. Mike Williams is probably going to have a big part of that. Josh, Josh Palmer is probably going to have a big part of that too. I just don't, unless injury strikes and that's, that would be the only play that it's a contingency based play with, with Jalen Guyton. Like that's what you're hoping for. And I, I just don't know if the real contingency play is one I want to make with a wide receiver. I'll make that with a running back all day long. Cause that's where you really get yeah. your gains on ADP. So it makes sense. Let's look at tight ends because I know Brevin Jordan went. I kind of want to see who else is out there. My boy. Hoopa. That's Hoopa. Hoopa. 
Yeah. I What's up with you guys and rookie running backs? The two of you, like Dolchich and uh, and Jelani. I just I didn't want to be Jelani's lost in, in the, the woods, text. apparently, per the beat. No, but like it doesn't matter. They're rookie tight ends. Sorry, like Brett. it's hits. It was Angram, and then before that was what? Like, um, well, Fryermuth got it last year. I got Fryermuth in the last round of a ton of my best ball drafts, and he crushed. All right, we're back up here. Uh, do we want to, uh, Alec Pierce it up? Do we <laughs> want to go? Did he the literal crush? alien? Did Fryermuth make your starting roster in those leagues? In Ten yeah. seconds. I think Alec Pierce is good. Yeah, he okay. did in quite a few. Okay. I don't remember. I just remember he got touchdowns, but I can't remember a ton. That's all it takes, man, in best ball. Yeah. You get those touchdowns uh, and that's, uh, get, it works. I get it. I get it. Yeah, Fryermuth, I think he had eight touch seven or eight touchdowns. I mean, he was he lived up to his father, Heath Miller. That's like Pat Fryermuth's game, like as <laughs> Keith Miller Jr. Like he's going to be one of those guys that is going to be like tight end seven in like forever for like the next 10 years. He's not going to be like, he's not going to be in that Kelsey top tier. He's not going to be like a top, even a top five guy, but he's going to be like that steady tight end seven, tight end eight, tight end nine for the next decade. That's like, well, his... he, he won't be if Mitch Trubisky can't complete any passes or any of them. Yeah. I mean, that's bad. That is not bad. I mean, that's very bad. But can we scroll down? I have a specific player. I'm curious on about what, on, on the wider receivers. Yeah. All right. So I'm curious, and maybe he's already gone. Is Isaiah McKenzie like? McKenzie's gone. He's gone. I'll tell you right now, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, he's going in much. the hand. He's going in like the Hamler a little bit after Hamler. He's well, he's got some steam. Yeah. Okay. So is this an eighteen round? Yes. Draft. Okay. Yep. So we need to grab. We definitely need to grab one more tight end at some point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's pop over to just each position and just see what's up. I mean. It would be very on brand if we just took the guy that's that we have on our show banner. It would be. It would be. I wouldn't Which hate that. Is, I mean, uh, we're staring down the barrel of like Johnny Smith and CG Uzoma and Moe yeah. Fox. Like, at least. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with Dulcich. I'm fine. Let me get I liked him. I really liked him at UCLA and I think he has great hands. And if he works into this system, then I mean, he's going to do well. Who are You're pumping his bags. So that dude can get another, can get a head and shoulders commercial or at least Vidal Sassoon. Pantene man. Pantene's where it's at. The pro V. We are yeah. pro TE because we're taking Wait. Greg Dulcet. <laughs> Who are the QBs and running backs? What's that? QBs running backs. Um, QBs. Um, we're taking probably a rookie or no. the ghost of Carson Wentz. Sorry, Fargo. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Fargo. I have to. The window's right there. If I if I don't, I'm going to get a brick thrown through it. If he was available in there with our last pick, I think Raheem is worth it. I do too. I mean, I like I do like Raheem Mostert. I don't have enough of him. Clearly, I mean, clearly have enough of Chris Evans and Deonta Foreman. 
I think it was hard though with Raheem. You just wondered if he was even going to have any health going into the season. And then the other person you just happened to see him was Jeff Wilson. If we were to take another running back, which because we're going in two five and whatever two five. Are we are we settled on two quarterbacks with here with the with Herbert and Wilson? Like it's either going to be pro. It's I mean, I right wouldn't hate. We're, I wouldn't hate five, Carson Wentz. I honestly wouldn't hate Carson once there just in case Wilson ends up shitting the bed, you know, because Wilson or Wentz did show some sparks last year. Like, I don't know. I kind of want to insulate that a little bit more because I, I'm not a hundred percent in on Wilson. Yeah. Like his surface stats, like I think he was 27, seven with touchdowns, interceptions, like that wasn't too bad, but everything else around it, like his fumble problem is just, his two Uh-oh. ankle sprains on the same play. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How does that even happen? I assume I know the answer, but you'd rather have Wentz over Jimmy. And then I think Gino gets the start. And we haven't yeah. even talked about the fact that Jacoby should be the starter for the entire season. Or mm-hmm. Jimmy. He should be, but there's so much ambiguity there. I don't even want to touch it. Well, it depends on if the, so if they take it to federal court, then they're going to file an injunction kind of similar to what they did um, when Zeke was facing his suspension and he still got to play until that whole court case kind of worked itself out. So, I mean, there's a very real chance that Watson could end up playing this whole season, depending on the litigation and all of that stuff. So yeah, I it's don't like it at all. Yeah, it's so dicey right now, and the people were just drafting Deshaun Watson with, like, no, you know, thought about it. Like, the 11th and 12th round, and now, I mean, it only took 72. I mean, they had 72 hours to be able to file that, and they the, the appeal, and then they did. So, yeah, that's, that's a situation I don't even want to take either guy just because literally anything can happen. I mean, I know it's an 18th round pick, but, I mean, it's still tough. Um, so Wentz is still out there. We can take that guy. We're going to be hit where we have seven wide receivers outside of that. Um, I mean, if you want, it's, I would say it's either an eighth wide receiver or Carson Wentz. I'm on board with Wentz, but that's just me. I want to tell you guys a funny little thing. I was looking at Gino just to see, cause I thought his numbers were a little bit better than they were. And I saw, Oh, Three weeks in a row, five for 44, five for 38, three for 35. I was like, dude, this guy ran way more. And then I was like, wait, why is there a rushing column? Those were his sack numbers. <laughs> I was oh. about to be like, oh, he definitely can run. Oh, no, he, he does not. Yeah. Yep. So, it was pretty bad. So are we throwing a little olive branch to Bismarck, North Dakota and taking Carson Wentz here? I think you have to so you don't get a brick through your window. <laughs> This is an olive branch to the entire city. Just know this whenever I shit on Carson Wentz in the future. Because it there will was happen. 19 <laughs> rounds, that's exactly where I want to say Logan Thomas, but again, these ACL recovery times, they're just I you when you took Logan in uh in SFB, I was like, oh man. And then didn't he tear his ACL in January? Uh it was in I think it's December, but still like same timeline. Basically, all sorts of nervous. Yeah. Um, no matter how you slice it, um, Carson Wentz is goddamn terrible. True, and yeah, that's pretty true. That's true, and yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it is true. I'm gonna clip that. 
It's true. <laughs> it, is, it is very true. Um, yeah. So is this the team? No, I can't. Apparently I can't find my team. No, actually, hold on. I think I still have the board up here. If it will let me hold on a second. Let me do a little, uh, <laughs> little stream yard magic here. You have, it's just, it's astounding. Bada bing. Look at that. All right. Yeah. So I think this was an exercise here in drafting on the fly after the auto draft of Keenan Allen yep. kind of forced our hand into a certain construction, but I think we did pretty well considering yeah. uh, with Keenan Allen. I mean, I think my, uh, I am taking Pittman. I am taking more. I'm taking more over all these guys. I mean, I don't think that's any like state secret, but um and so I want to know would... would do the same thing. That's what I want to know. Cause I, I was just thinking the exact same thing. It, none of us would probably take Keenan. So we take Pittman more or sudden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly you, in the order that it went right that? after us. Okay. Here um, we go in that order. I think uh, maybe it's yeah. a toss-up with Moore and then Pittman and then Sutton. But, I mean, they're all super, super close for me. Yeah, that's like a mini tier for me, but I would still put Moore over the top. I Sutton, I think, slight edge over Pittman. I just, I'm just still, and I just still think Pittman's being overdrafted at his, at his ADP, but you know, I don't hate the guy. The dude's going to get a 25% target share this year at minimum in this offense. So that's where you're going to make the bet on Alec Pierce. If you're going to play any part of that Colts offense, where if you think Alec Pierce is going to be a guy that can kind of break out, because other than that, you're talking guys that are either reclamation projects, guys that are, that are just dot like either dust or udfas or get hurt all the time paris campbell like somebody has to step up there like it's Pittman, but if nobody else steps up then my thought is what's going to stop teams from like just completely full court pressing oh yeah jonathan taylor probably but i mean in obvious passing downs i mean you can't you can't let Pittman beat you every time Oh, so what I think is interesting is if we hadn't gone Allen and we got Pittman, Moore, or Sutton, I would be happy with Thielen. But because we went Allen, I want I would have rather had Mooney. Because I feel like Allen and, and Thielen provide the same floor without I don't know, the ceiling is kind of confusing. Whereas I think Pittman, Moore, Sutton, and to be honest, even Mooney have like this ceiling that is pretty high. That th those are probably the only two pivots there just looking at where the draft unfolded because I even thought like would it did we take Herbert too high and it's like no because look at all these other QBs that ended up going right after so mm -hmm. yeah that's a little yeah that you get a little bit of confirmation with that kind of stuff but um yeah I mean I I would take Mooney over Thielen I would take I would take a lot of guy these guys over Thielen but I don't think it's like it is super egregious yeah. thing to take Thielen at all there, but I think this is almost also an exercise of people think wide receiver is so deep. Like it really is not that deep. Like the, the comfortable wide receivers stops at like yeah. what, like what's the point I'm trying to like Brandon. Ayuk is like the point where I'm like, okay. I mean, even now like, I'll go, even a little further ahead, like Amari Cooper. 
like Hopkins, obviously you have the, the six week suspension Godwin. Yeah. The Polish timeline and everything like that, but you know, he's still got to work up and ramp up uh, his recovery with that. Even if he is going to be there week one, I mean, what are the odds that dude's going to be playing 90% of routes doubtful? Like he's probably going to be working slower. So like Amari Cooper might be that kind of line. Even Amari, uh, I mean, Al Lazard in the sixth round. That's you couldn't. We're very different on Lazard. Uh, to be perfectly honest, to me, Hollywood after Hollywood, everybody has question marks. Like that's that's yeah. where the question marks begin, and it's, it's hard to say. I I think looking at this draft, if we could go back and just pick whatever. Diggs, I'm gonna say, I'll be honest, Diggs, Kamara, Pitts, that start would have been like the ideal from what how I've seen this unfold. But that's because I'm very high that AK is not gonna miss a game for suspension. It's possible, certainly. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I'm just looking just looking at just an ADP overview, like these rookies are go I feel like they're going way too low. Like yeah. I think they that and that's why I am always taking like the Garrett, like Garrett Wilson. Uh, where did he go? He's in the 10th or 11th, like, yeah, 10th. You're talking about it. What he used oh, the 10th overall pick, uh, you know, that those are the guys that you would be seeing going in like the sixth round, like yeah. last year. I mean, Jamar Chase was a fourth round pick. Like, what is really the difference between a guy like is it six rounds a difference between? a Jamar Chase and a Garrett Wilson. Like, I don't know if I see it quite like that based on like the prospect <laughs> profiles. I mean, I think Chase is a better prospect. Don't get me wrong, but six rounds better. I mean, I know it's a whole different kind of landscape when you're talking about 2021 rookies versus rookies in 2022. But I just think that the ADP there is just so far out of whack where you can get guys like, like, like Drake London in the sixth, is perfectly yeah. fine and I'm fine with that. Traylon Burks, what at what a round and a half later? Like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. London, Traylon, and, and Chris Olave. Like when you're Olave. making the comparisons, I'm thinking yeah. I, I'm even thinking the comparison between Chase and Olave, even though the prospects are pretty different, but trading up to get him and you actually have Winston who's a capable known capable quarterback and you had Burrow, whereas like what the hell's Atlanta gonna be what is Tennessee going to be? I, I'm most confident that Olave is going to have a floor, although I do think that Drake London is the dude's been looking awesome, and I, I want I want Drake Traylon and and Olave on like my redraft teams. I just think it'd be really fun to have all three of them. Yeah, yeah they've I mean, got I a think, clear path. Yeah, yeah, totally. I feel like. Yeah, I feel like you can definitely find the breakout out of those three guys. I mean, that video I tweeted out, what, an hour ago or two hours ago with Drake London just completely embarrassing Casey Hay- like an, Like an all-pro corner in Casey Hayward. <laughs> totally. Like, he put him on skates. Like, that, if, if Atlanta can find something in their quarterback, and I, for the love of God, I hope it's Desmond Ritter and not Marcus Mariota. <laughs> yep. Like... This offense, you know, we talk about the Jets being a quarterback away from being a functional offense. I think you're talking about Kyle Pitts, Drake London. I mean, Cordell Patterson's, you know, 32 years old, but he's nothing to shake a stick at. He's a solid contributor in the NFL. Um, Even, I mean, Damian Williams isn't a terrible running back. Tyler Algier, if he can find his way. Just, I can't Um, believe you. I 
can't believe you just said Damian Williams. I, I have he's to leave at this of, point. He's actually getting Damian a lot of Williams is not a terrible running back. I feel like you've been saying this for three years. That, I'm pretty sure last year you were like, yeah, let's take him. Like, who's, who, who knows what's going to happen with Montgomery? I'm pretty sure that this was said last year. <laughs> yeah, well, now we got a younger, <laughs> sexier, you know, option in Khalil Herbert that we decided to take in the 13th round. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, 14th. Even better. Boom. Boom it's shakalaka. so good being back with you guys. It is fantastic. And I'm we're, draft season continues on. Because um, me and Coop, uh, Britt's going to be on her way uh, to the Fantasy Football Expo. So um, she does not want to join us because she hates us from the car. Her words, by the way. Yeah. I'm not I'm not sure that it would be uh, quite safe for on a 14 hour overnight drive to uh, to jump on a pod. Yeah, why but, not? Uh, I mean, at least we know where we are. But, sellers yeah, will just be in the will just be driving going, no, don't take him. I can't believe no, you just did that. <laughs> I'm the driver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sellers can hold the phone. Yeah. <laughs> then you guys will get to see the incredible case of road rage that I have. I love it. I love I'm it. down. Not going to lie. But, yeah, uh, next week we will be doing uh, FFPC Football Guys Championship. Hopefully Coop is a little bit uh, less sick than he was tonight. Uh, he looked like the uh, – uh, what's that? What are those cards, that, like the, the old lady with the glasses and the, the weird white hair? Like what are those, like, greeting cards? Do you guys know what I'm talking about, or am I just sound like a boomer? Uh, Hallmark? No, I don't know specifically, but I have an idea. I just, I just know the woman that you're talking. I about. can picture it, like with the black rim glasses, and yeah. I don't know. I probably has Virginia Slims smoking somewhere. I don't I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just talking on my ass. But um, with that, uh, Gary, my friend, uh, back on the airwaves, the lightning round. We love to have you, and um, we'll be seeing Moria because uh, we're we're doing 210 player preview videos on lightning round yes, and fantasy alarms youtube so um we will be throughout the month of august um starting probably next day uh, end of next week actually maybe the actually week after that yeah. um in the middle of the month to the end of the round and up to the season we'll be putting out videos uh the four of us me gary Britt, and coop um so that will be a lot of fun we'll be teasing some of those um so you can get a lookout for those as well as of course our wednesday streams here uh, we were supposed to have jacob sanderson uh we will have him uh probably closer to the season uh we were supposed to have him tonight coop got sick uh coop left us and no, he didn't leave us in the lord i was just gonna make a joke but i had nothing else um so yeah we'll bring him back and uh coop feel better uh anything else before we uh pop out just glad to have you back gary i miss you all it's been it's been fun being back everywhere i'm really glad that coop wasn't here because like screw that guy <laughs> i just wanted i'm showing off that poster to the your, my, your left this is my man right. cave it is actually my son's bedroom and i just thought i would of course this always is up here so my son gets to wake up and remember that his dad's amazing no I, I put that up. I, I did not intentionally wear this shirt. I was just already wearing it. Yeah. And then uh, even my, my son walked up to me today and goes, is that another football shirt? And I was like, yes. And he goes, I want to get one of those someday. He's going to be five soon. So got to start getting him indoctrinated so he and uh, Ian Fish can 
and fight it out in what seven eight years in the championship apparently my son at 12 is going to win scott fish i just decided the prophecy yeah. has been told <laughs> you are the chosen one <laughs> <laughs> well you know i hope at least i have a scott fishbowl title to call my own uh in that time maybe this year we'll see we'll see what happens but um i agree we're uh running up on uh time here so for brit for mr gary hada for the uh coop who is recovering i'm kevin tompkins and with that i will say a giant toodles 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 <laughs>